welcome back to the Once When I Was Cool podcast, your weekly ramblings of two middle-aged men uh, from a time long ago that was cool, that was easier, that was all about us, unlike today. I am Dave King. Across the table from me, I have the wee man. How are you, wee? I'm good, Dave. Good. Good to hear. <laughs> and behind the glass there we have uh, Simon, as usual, our producer, who uh, keeps us up and running, keeps us going all the time. Have you been, we? I've been awesome as always. Oh, good to hear. Anything new on the horizon? No, it's more, you know, the change in seasons. Mm, yeah, yeah. Chilly one day, warm the next. Yeah. We're, of course, uh, not in the, uh, the super cool studios at the moment. We are recording in Queensland where it's uh, they've got two seasons, hot and wet and hot and dry. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So at the moment it seems to be the hot and dry. That is beautiful, glorious long days. So we once when I was cool on that note, we used to have the weather. The weather used to be what it was. We still have the weather, of course, but weather seems to have changed these days. People talk about it being hotter, being drier. The the summers go for longer, the winters go for longer. No one really seems to be able to understand. And uh, the way we tell how the weather's going to be seems to have changed as well. Um... In the olden days, back when we were boys, uh, you used to tell the weather by a simple thing, something as simple as looking outside and walking outside and looking up in the sky. It was either raining or not raining. It was either hot or cold. And that's the way it was going to be. Your mum always told you to pack a jumper, no matter whether it was going to be 43 or 4. Yeah, you never, uh, never knew when you know you might get caught in a cold room <laughs> or something the like cold that. cold snap. Of course, you lived in uh, a part of Queensland that got quite cold during the winter. How did you used to go about... Uh, knowing what to wear then? You'd, you'd tend to um, look out the window and have a look at the grass and if there was frost on the grass, well, you know, it was a bit of a cool day. Yes. If there was uh, frost on the grass and a, and a nice blue sky, you know, it was going to be a great day and that's what we, um, that's how we gauged it. Or you just walked outside, it's cold, I need a jumper. Yep. The other thing you used to always do is have a read of the paper, have a look at the weather section of the paper and uh, my mum, Ruby, always used to say it would be great to be a uh, a weather forecaster because they're the people who get paid whether they're right or wrong. Absolutely. It's the only job you can do when you can be 100% wrong 100% of the time and you don't get sacked. And people just roll their eyes and say, oh, well. But it seems to have changed weather forecasting these days. People seem to be almost crippled by... uh, not having a weather alert or their app didn't tell them what it is and people need to know in advance rather than just dealing with it as it comes. And if you're expecting a storm, if you're expecting a cold snap, people want to know and if if it's something changes suddenly, they want to get an alert on their phone so that they know how to avoid it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I look at it and go, what did we used to do back in the old days? Yep. And that was simple. As you're driving from one place to another, you'd put the window down. (laughs) <laughs> and if it was cold, you'd put the window up soon and go, well, when I get, you know, you'd put it up quick and go, you know, well, when I get out, I've got to put a jumper on because it's cold. We didn't have thermometers in cars. Outside temperature says 12, you know, um, none of that. Um, or the apps that tell you that the outside temperature is 17 but feels like 4.2. What is that? If the if the temperature is 12, it's 12. You know, what does it feel like? Uh, well, we always used to talk about wind chill, but that was usually for mountaineers who are losing fingers and toes and other parts that hang off them um, to frostbite. Uh, I think we've really turned into a snowflake culture where we have to 
have one thing as something and then there's got to be, you know, a, a bit of it may very well be this. Look, if the if the temperature is 29, it's 29 as mm. far as I'm concerned. Whether it feels like 28, I, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. The temperature's the temperature. Oh, man, we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Frank, so cranky old man. Cranky old man and this is what we used to do and uh, the storm... Storm notices, storm warnings, storm forecasts. I can tell you where I lived and I knew when storms were coming. And the reason is we used to have hail cannons. Hail cannons. Hail cannons. So they used to shoot these um, sort of uh, subatomic sort of ultrasonic um, sound waves up to disperse the clouds. And because it was a farming region and, you know, if it was hail, they'd or, you know, big storm coming in, they'd set these hail cannons. So, you know, where I'd lived, you could hear these hail cannons coming. they just send these shock waves up in to disperse the clouds. So you could always hear them in the... Did they ever work? Yeah, they did. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do they still use them? I haven't heard one in years. I think they've, like anything, they've probably found a bit like smoking or, you know, um, you know, it's not really good. Probably not good for the planet. I don't know. It's a so bit like the hole in the ozone, it's probably caused the ho- hole in the ozone. I don't know. So it's like a, a just a big ultrasonic blast, was it? Yep. Or was it a sound wave? Um, I don't Same really thing. I guess if it's, it's ultrasonic. something. It's a, just they boom, and you'd hear them. Right. So I knew when um, knew when they were coming, and um, that's I suppose. Um, is that what caused the hole in the ozone layer? Well, no, apparently CFCs do, which we don't even hear about anymore. Well, so. CFCs got banned back in the 80s and the only things I remember is that McDonald's used to make all their, um, remember those little styrofoam oh, sorts of I things? I used styrofoam. To, yeah, their, their hamburger containers used to have something to do with, they were made with CFCs or something along those oh, lines. Oh, your hairspray or your underarm deodorant used to have CFCs. Back when it used to work. Well... For at least an hour. <laughs> you smelled good for an hour. <laughs> Unless you went out and it was hot and you didn't realise because your app didn't tell you. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have known if you had to put extra, <laughs> you know, extra anything on really because you, how could you tell because you didn't have an app to tell you. Yes, and then you would just get the mask of a real man and everyone would <laughs> stay away from you because real men back in the day had mask. <laughs> yeah. Or stank. Yeah. Uh, well, fine lines. Musk if you were handsome, stank if you were a bit creepy. Yeah. And had a van. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about you, listener? Or do you remember back in the days when men had musk and creeps had stank? Uh, let us know at our email address at once was cool podcast at gmail.com. So back to the hole in the ozone layer. That's something we don't seem to hear about anymore. No, I think that's the uh, new climate change. I think it's gone from the hole in the ozone's moved into climate change and well, I don't want to get political. I don't want to get into the whole that's not ramblings of it because yeah. I don't know anything no, technically. No, I don't pretend to know either. Mm. Um, but funnily enough, uh, the hole in the ozone layer was only in the bottom of the earth where nobody lived and um, it, penguins. Used to, it used to extend penguins with their deodorant McDonald's containers. Mm. But it used to extend just up far enough to get sort of half of Australia and nowhere else and I don't know if it was just the the story we were we were sold as uh, children that you had to watch out for the hole in the ozone layer because the sun had burned you because there was nothing to protect you anymore. Well, you, there was that, but the opposite of that is people used to actually cake themselves in oil and some sort of rubbing to enhance the sun, even though we're probably the skin cancer capital of the world. Well, we weren't then. I remember back in the 70s and the 80s, my mum used to tell me to go outside, take my shirt off, get outside and get some sun on your skin because it was good for you. Stop polio. Well, I did. (laughs) 
Yeah, I sort of lost my thread there, but you used to go out in the sun. The sun was one of those things that we needed. It was what uh, it was what gave the uh, the plants their food. Which like electrolytes. That's <laughs> <laughs> what plants need. They need electrolytes. Yeah. But we used to go out there because the sun was good for it. We weren't frightened of the sun like we seem to be now. Um, and Australia in particular without the ozone layer used to be able to go out and get that lovely tan, die of skin cancer about 30 years later, but you'd still be able to get that lovely tan. In you fact, look- I remember a story my uh, my sister Glenda told me. Hey, Glenda. Hey, Glenda. Shout out to you there. Shout out, Glenda. Yes, but uh, my older sister used to tell us that when she was about 12 or 13, she'd uh, have – We used to, I actually thought it was just coconut oil because you used to get different sorts of suntan oil, not sunscreen. It was suntan oil and you'd get different sorts of levels and it would be – coconut oil that you would put on that would sort of attract the sun, a, a bit like that episode of Seinfeld where they put butter on their skin and sit on the roof. Bake it. But when, what Glenda used to do was uh, have a mixture of baby oil and she originally thought it was uh, olive oil but, of course, back in the 70s and 80s it was never really a big thing uh, and she used to put in cooking oil which uh, was a which was a novel touch and so they make mix a mix of baby oil and cooking oil. So if you can imagine this greasy sort of mixture... Uh, all together, slather up their legs in, in particular because they're only 12 or 13 at the time and go out and sit on a hot tin roof to try and get the reflective rays. Oh, that sounds... Um, it, it's Horrific. It's horrific. And, uh, and I'm just picturing that. The other thing they could have probably used in that mix which would have helped them was a bit of motor oil <laughs> just to help with <laughs> the colouring. probably would have. Yeah, well, with the colouring, but it would have helped protect you a little bit. It had a little bit more in it. But, yeah, the sun used to be something that we'd go out in and we'd be able to, uh, you know, go out and play in and but God forbid did. when we used to have, have to wear hats or what, anything What was like these that. hats you speak of? Yeah, you back know. when we had hair, the best we used to have was wear a sun visor. A sun visor. <laughs> Do you remember sun visors? Oh, they yeah, still have them visor. around. But the whole thing is kids can't go outside now and, and I get it, I get it. We're more informed now. You know, they can't play at that lunchtime if they don't have their hats on. I, I, think I, I never just, owned a school hat. But what's the what's – the, no, me either. Um, we used to wear caps and we used to wear sun visors, like I used to say, and the sun visors used to have across the brim there. It would um, have your name across it. And So, listener, if you're not sure what a sun visor is, is basically it was like a cap. It had the brim and it was just a band around the head so the top of your head uh, would be exposed to the elements. It used to protect your face – a little bit, I guess, from the sun, but it was more to keep the glare out than keep the sun off, I guess, more than anything else. Yeah, and you'd see bald people with them and wearing them and, it, you know. <laughs> well, I certainly like, couldn't wear one these days, I'll I'd tell be you. like, that's not helping. Yeah, it used to be good because when you're a kid and, you, well, when I was a kid, my hairline used to extend down past <laughs> past the middle of the top of my head. Well, I had my frullet, so yeah, I was all right. Yeah, your frullet, yeah, and I have got some photos of uh, the wee man's frullet and we will put them up on the website, I promise. But I, um, I, I think if I put one on now, it wouldn't do any good because it'd just burn the top of my head, and I'd have like this mad, mad uh, line, line across the top of my head with the receding, receding tide of a. But ha- we could still put your name head. in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. You could probably write it on the top of my head. <laughs> but look, you know, uh, these are the the var- the variance between when when we were kids. You know, we played out in the sun. Everyone's scared of the sun now. If kids go out in, they've got to have. We long played s- in the rain. Oh yeah, did I did I mention my hail story? I haven't. No, mentioned. no. Let us know. Yeah, I was, um, you know, you, talking you live of in an area where you, you used to get quite a few hailstorms. Yeah, big big hailstorm stones as well. You know, and um, you know you you'd sort of um, play games when the hail would come and see how many times you could run out to the sheds and back without really. 
doing too much damage without to getting yourself. a concussion. Without you know, you'd get a few little cracks on the head and a bit of blood here and there. But you know, if it was really big golf balls, I'd send my younger brother out first. He'd just I'd just say, just you go first and if you make it and I'd just let him run across and then close the door. <laughs> God help you though if you fell over. You got hit in the head and got knocked over, you'd oh. be a, a pulpy mess by the end of it. I look I look back at some of the things that I did when I was a kid and I'm thinking, yeah, I'd be in jail now if, <laughs> if I did that. But that's what little brothers were for, I'd reckon. Oh, yeah, I've got some great stories about him that, uh, you know... Translate for another day. We've got, absolutely, a, got a long absolutely. run to go. We've got to get a few more episodes out so don't tell them all at once. No, just, uh, you know, I'm just thinking of, uh, you know, just even putting it back to the weather and the sun and, and you know, all the crazy weather that we had and the things we used to do. It was, you know, you'd if it was lightning, you'd you'd say, let's see who could run to the, the shed yeah. again yep. or to the trees because yep. they would never attract them. Um, you? <laughs> you have to be unlucky and like you never strikes the same place twice until mm. it does. Uh, it's like a barking dog never barks while it's barking. That's right. Barking dog never barks. Barking dog never bites. That's what I meant to say. Anyway, that's not the weather. Did mm. you used to, when it hailed, used to go and get a um, one of the little cooking pots and go and put it out in the hail to try and catch it? No, we no. just go and pick it up. No, oh, okay. All right. We used to do that but I guess that's because I had sisters. <laughs> <laughs> what you, they used to make their tea, play oh, I tea with. No, I don't know. It was just one of those things we used to do. So, yeah. But um, what do you think the future is? You reckon we're going to start to the future become is, amateur uh, weather forecasters again? or are we Every single stay? one of us is an amateur weather forecaster because we hold a little computer in our hand every day or, we, you know, we're exposed to the weather channel. Mm. You know, they've got a whole channel for, for the weather. You know, um, and people flick on it and have a look and, you know, see what it's doing all around the world. I can look on now and see what's happening over where our listener in Michigan is at the moment or, you know, wherever Shaniqua lives mm, mm. and just see or where Dan is in the UK, yep, you know, yep. miserable or really miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in winter you, you ought to hear some of the stories he tells. It's, uh, it's not probably not, uh, not suitable for our G-rated audience here but, uh, yes... No, and, and I look at it and go, well, you know, all all I want to know is, is it going to be raining if I'm going somewhere um, or is it not going to be raining? And, you know, what is it this time of year? It's going to be I, hot or cold. Yeah. What's the weather at? Or do I need to take a jumper? And as a person who now lives in Hobart, the answer is always yes, I need to take a jumper because no matter how hot the day is, the moment the sun drops behind the mountains, it's cold. Yeah. But that's the way it is. That's why we love it. So looking at uh, the weather, was it better in the old day where we just looked outside and decided what we'd wear for the day or is it better now that we have an app that says, you know, it's going to be 18 degrees but it feels like 14? never says it's going to be 18 degrees and feels like 27. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. In Well, probably not 18 and 27 but you have a look in Brisbane some of those days in the middle of summer where it says it's 26 but feels like skull-crushingly hot. True. Yeah, yeah. which is most days in summer in Brisbane. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just the length of the shorts you need to wear <laughs> below knee yeah, or above yeah, whether knee. you wear socks with your uh, socks with your sandals or not. Yeah, yeah uh, well, I always wear socks well, with my sandals. Well, it depends on how formal you want to get. Correct. All right, Simon, anything you want to add? 
No, he's shaking his head. Of course, he's the great, great quiet achiever there, our Simon. I think he's looking at his weather app. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's quite the techno, uh, techno person, and I'm quite glad that he is because he's the one that gets us out there. Um, yeah. So he's he's the uh, the third member of the team, Thanks, third Simon. member of the trilogy. Yeah, trilogy. We've got to do that one. Wee, anything else you'd like to add? I don't know. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Okay, well, we thanks very much. We'll uh, talk to you next time. No worries. Bye. Bye. Bye.